0: this is a desire that they have and to trust themselves. If my clients have a desire to charge more, then there's a reason for that. I believe it's their soul seeking expansion. And so that's what I want them to lean into. And that's what I want them to trust. And then once they decide, okay, I want to back myself in this way. I want to trust myself in this way. Then we identify, okay, what's the value that you're adding to your client's life? What's the price point that you feel that you can stomach receiving for the value that you're adding to your client's life?
1: Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, Authority Positioning Strategist for Coaches and Experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your host, Samantha Riley. And today we're going to talk about a cool topic, we're gonna talk about high ticket clients and how you can use high ticket clients to break through to your five and six figure months with simplicity and ease. And I've invited today's guest Desiree Stafford and she helps coaches, healers and consultants and other service entrepreneurs to attract those high ticket clients. And we're gonna have a really cool talk today about this topic. So welcome to the show Desiree. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. It's a great topic. And from the conversation that we had before we even started, I know that this is going to go down a very cool path. I'd love you to share a little bit about the types of clients that you work with. You know, we, you said that you work with coaches and consultants, but why do they come and work with you? And how did you get to be doing what you're doing today?
0: Yeah. Most of the clients come to work with me because they're at a place of frustration in their business. They've gotten it to a certain level of success, but majority of my clients feel like they're working too hard for too little, Mm -hmm. right? These clients are doers. They are so committed to their work and they love what they do, but they're not seeing that being reflected in their bank account. And it's usually taking a toll on their personal relationships and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, although that's not always what they will present with. Yeah. That's when we do the surface. That's some of the stuff that we find out. Usually it's like, well, I just want to grow my business, but there's so much more going on below the surface. And a lot of that has to do with them not really being true to who they really are. And they're at a point of frustration with that. They often think it's the money, which is a part of it, but the real, when I get to the part of the matter, if you will, they are at this place where they're ready to show up bigger. They're ready to show up bolder. They're ready to be the leaders that they came here to be. And they don't know how to do that.
1: Mm. Typically, they,
0: they built the business in a way that doesn't support them in doing that. And that's what often creates a lot of that frustration. So mm. this might like, jam. <laughs> this is stuff I yeah, love totally. Yeah, because it, it's really getting them back to their own truth. It's, it's getting them back to this place of, I want to build this business my way. Not the way that everyone else in the marketplace is doing it. Not the way my former coach or mentor told me to do it. I want to do it my way. I want to build it around who I really am as a person and what I want to offer to my people. So it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to change the offers. A lot of times when I help my clients raise their prices, it's not necessarily changing the offer other than sometimes restructuring it a little bit so that they can deliver it with ease. feeling like they have to, you know, put everything in the kitchen sink in it to raise the price. But a lot of you with, Really just connecting with what is it that I know that I'm really good at? What's my zone of genius? And understanding what that is and owning the value that that adds to their clients' lives. And that perspective shift, in addition to elevating the way they see themselves and giving themselves permission to be who they want to be, those things combined blows their businesses up. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the fun. the hmm
1: not only, for, I can hear what you're saying there, not only does it blow their business up because they're bringing in the money that makes them feel comfortable. And I say that because even people that say, oh, it's not about the money. There's this certain number that people hit and all of a sudden they're like, huh, this feels good. And we don't talk about that often enough. But when you're able to create a business that feels good to you, energetically, you allow other people into your world. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just go straight to the number because high ticket is about having a price or charging a price that's higher than $47 or or $97. Well, I'd love you to share what's your idea of or how do you define high ticket?
0: Think about high ticket. I let my clients always choose whatever price feels the most aligned to them because they're the ones who have to ask for the price. And they have to see the value in the work that they're doing with their clients in order to command those fees. And so my job is really to make sure the client feels, number one, they can see the value because it's so easy when we're so good at what we do. and We've been doing it for years. It's so easy to undervalue the yes. value, right? yes Hoping the client get present to that value and then choosing the price that feels aligned and checking in with their body. So it's not just up here. It's like here, like you, they feel grounded in it. So they can actually go out and they can ask for it over and over and over again and allow themselves to receive it without, again, putting everything in the kitchen sink or feeling like they have to be available to the clients 24-7.
1: Yeah, totally. So how do you get people or how do you help people to get out of their own way? Because the very, very first piece I'm hearing here is that the price of your offer needs to go up. What's sort of the first, you know, thing that we can think about in putting our prices
0: up? Well, the first thing is it doesn't need to go up. With my Mm -hmm. clients, I'm very clear with them that this is a desire that they have and Mm -hmm. to trust themselves, right? Like if you have the desire to charge, like I don't want to convince anybody to sell high ticket, but if my clients have a desire to charge more, then there's a reason for that. I believe it's their soul seeking expansion. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I want them to lean into. And that's what I want them to trust. And then once they decide, okay, I really want to go, like, I want to back myself in this way. I want to trust myself in this way. Then we identify, okay, what's the value that you're adding to your client's life? What's the price point that you feel that you can stomach receiving for the value that you're adding to your client's life? Because in my personal opinion, the value that we add as coaches, as healers, as mentors, as people who are in the business of transformation, that is priceless. You are helping someone transform their entire life. You are helping them get out of pain that they've been dealing with usually for decades. Right. And think about how it impacts that individual that you work with, but everybody else whose life is impacted by that individual, whether they mm. work with their partner, their kids, their future grandkids, you know what I'm saying? Like there's so many people who are impacted positively, right? Like that to me is priceless. So that means this is what I always say to my clients. That means you can choose whatever price you want to choose right as long as you feel good i also help my clients see that the price in and of itself is neutral right it doesn't have a meaning except the meaning that they assign to it so again this is all about starting from within it's about you recognizing the value it's about you choosing the price and it's about you choosing to believe that you're going to attract the people who see the value as well because that's then you know how you're going to show up in the marketplace and you're going to communicate that value over and over again until the sales start coming in
1: i love this so much So when someone makes the decision that I'm going to put my price up, I'm going to move into that high ticket bracket. You mentioned before about you putting in everything except for the kitchen sink. And I really want to dive into this because this is something I talk about a lot. (laughs) What is that balance of what goes into the program? How do you help your clients choose what the inclusions
0: are within that program? For me, I believe that a high ticket buyer is a savvy person who's tried a lot of things before. By the time they come to work with you, they just want to know exactly what they need to know to get the results. And so that's what I have my clients put into their offer. If it feels overwhelming for the client to deliver, it's overwhelming for their client to consume. And that's not what we want. We want our clients to be able to get results faster and easier. That's what they're paying us for, right? So you don't need, when I think of, low ticket versus high ticket. A lot of times, if if anyone who's watching has invested in low ticket, you may have noticed that there's a lot of stuff. A hundred thousand, you know, worksheets and all... As a high ticket buyer, I'm not interested in any of that. I just want to know, what do I need to know (laughs) to get the result, right? Like that's what your clients are paying you for. So that's what I help my clients do. We like clean up the offer. We remove the stuff that's unnecessary and just focus on what are the key things that you need to teach your clients to help them go from the pain that they're in right now to the promise that they desire. That's it. And then how do you, you know, protect against, if you will, the areas where your clients, you know might not get results. Like, you know what I mean? Like what might come up for the client that could cause them not to succeed. And so we look at that, we plan ahead for that. And we make sure that that's built into the program as well.
1: Mm. I want to dive in a little bit. You said if it's overwhelming for the client, what is your definition of that? Because if someone is doing something new, it is often going to be overwhelming. And we're helping our clients do something that they haven't been able to achieve before. So what's that balance of overwhelming and just
0: too much stuff? Is that making sense? It does. Well, the first thing is if overwhelm is a feeling, right? So the clients that I work with, a lot of times I'm helping them understand how their thoughts are creating their feelings. And so they also help their clients understand how their thoughts create their feelings. So we can look at anything and and decide that it, it makes us feel overwhelmed or not. And mm-hmm. then there's also, from my client's perspective, when they're including things in the offer, they don't need to put in the offer, but they think they need to include it in order for the offer to be valuable. So those extra things that you think that you need to include in order for the offer to have value, remove it. <laughs> like if, okay. if it's not essential, Get rid of it, (laughs) right? Like it's more of a worthiness thing than it has anything to do with actually serving the client. Mm. I think this is a really
1: important conversation to have because I often have new clients saying to me, but I want to make sure I'm giving value. And I'm always saying, but hang on a minute, stuff isn't value. I don't know where this idea of stuff equals value originally came from, but it's so not true. In actual fact, our clients come to us because they're busy, overwhelmed, overworked, they're trying lots of different things and they want simplicity. They want to be taking stuff away, not adding stuff and let's call adding stuff value. It's not adding stuff equals overwhelm and taking it away and being able to simplify it is the value. I love that every word. I love that. <laughs> I just really wanted to dive into that because I think people really need to understand this, really yeah. need to understand this that our clients are busy and we just want to give them just just enough of what they need to be able to get the outcome that they're looking for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's jump into pricing. Mm-hmm. We did touch on it very very quickly, but you know, when people are deciding okay, well I want to have a business that's has a product that's, I don't know, 5K a month. A, like, how are you helping them to figure out what needs to go into that to be able to charge that? I guess what I'm asking is what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Are they coming up with the price first and then trying to pull the program together, or are they like, well, this is the program and this is the price that matches?
0: You could do it either way. Typically with my clients, we are looking at the value that they bring to the table first. So it's about getting them clear about what's their zone of genius in the first place. Like what's your unique combination of gifts and skills? And then who's the type of client that's going to get the best or the, the highest value from that? And what's the result that you're helping them achieve? And that's how we're, we're then coming up with the price. It's usually based on what's the outcome, the highest outcome that we think that the client can get. And that's how we're going to determine the price of it. Mm. Or they determine the price of it. Yeah. <laughs> For what feels really great.
1: So... Where's that pricing conversation coming in? Like, are we pulling a number out of
0: thin air? Pretty much. And then we're checking to see how it feels in your body. You know, like there is no right or wrong. That's another thing I love to teach my clients. There is no right or wrong. You can choose any number. Even when you're selling low ticket, you're just picking a number. Mm -hmm. You're not looking, you shouldn't, in my opinion, be looking at, okay, we're not selling commodities. Like we're not selling, you know, nuts and bolts and stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. anybody can go anywhere and pick it off the shelf. We're selling transformation. And there's only one person in the entire world who can offer the transformation, the facilitation of transformation that you do. And that's you. Right. Which means you cannot be price shop, which means you can charge whatever you want. So whatever price feels most aligned to you, that's the price that you go with. And you obviously you're going to check in with your body. You're going to make sure that, again, it's not just coming from up here, but it's also like you feel safe receiving that number right? And this is something that you have to practice. Even if you feel safe once you pick it, you still have to practice it because you're going to go out in the marketplace and some people are going to say it's too expensive or they can't afford it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to out. So you have to be doing the work to really feel grounded in the value and feel that the number that you've chosen, is worth it, right? Because it's not worth it. It's not you. We're not talking about your individual work, which is priceless. Like that's never on the table, but we're talking about choosing a number that we believe the value that we're offering to our clients is worth
1: what's really interesting about this conversation is that i find a lot of people that are really really good at what they do like have been working in their zone of genius 20 sometimes 30 years actually it comes so easily to them that they don't value it and that the people with the more experience actually have trouble charging a higher price than people that are sort of a little bit newer into an industry Have you found
0: these? 100%, (laughs) those are my clients typically. And I think it is a mindset. I think it is a worthiness issue, if you will. One of the things that we work on is visibility as well, in addition to pricing. And it comes back to feeling free to be who you really are. And some of that has to do, a lot of it I should say, has to do with challenging the conditioning that makes them think that they have to work so hard And that they have to prove themselves worthy and that they have to crawl their way up before they can feel like they're the expert who can charge 10k or 30k or whatever the price is right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. remember that they get to decide that now there's not a pricing genie that's going to come and like you know anoint you worthy that's a decision that you get to make today right Mm. so I think there is, and it also is, I think, generational. <laughs> There's certain generations yeah, where they, they were exposed to things, you know, that maybe older generations were not exposed to. So it's a different, they're coming at it from a completely different mindset.
1: Yeah, totally. So we were just talking or you just mentioned about people feeling worthy to charge that and, and we were talking about people that have this, you know, amazing expertise. I see it all the time. You see it all the time. What is, you know, You talk about them being worthy so that they're able to settle into that. But what does that actually mean? Like, what does that mean to be feeling more worthy? What does that journey of them feeling more worthy look like?
0: A lot of it starts with untangling the thoughts that are causing them to feel unworthy right now. The same thoughts typically that cause them to overwork and hide in plain sight are related to the reasons why they're not charging the fees that they want to charge yet, why they don't feel worthy enough. So many of the clients that I work with, you know, are recovering people pleasers and perfectionists, right? And Mm -hmm. so we know that that's linked to some stuff that they experienced growing up typically, and then it gets reinforced in in adulthood. So it's a lot of untangling those stories so that my clients can then choose to really live into the truth of who they really are, which Mm. is inherently worthy. Right. So it's the consistent work on that, because we have so many thoughts that are going on in our mind that we're often unaware of. So there's so many unconscious thoughts and there's so many unconscious ways that we have our brains have, you know, perfectly kept us playing small. And so my work then is to help my clients identify those thoughts that they might not even be aware of so that they can then choose a different story, a story that does make them feel worthy and then choose to practice that because who we are being is a practice. And so a lot of times my clients don't even realize that. So it's it's understanding that and then helping them come up with tools and different techniques, or I usually give them tools, but also helping them come with different techniques to use those tools so that they can keep practicing the feeling of being worthy or any other feeling, feeling of confidence or being safe or whatever other feeling they want to feel predominantly throughout their day because our feelings will ebb and flow. So it's okay if you don't feel great 100% of the time, but understanding how to manage your thoughts and how to manage your emotions so their energy is a match to what they do want.
1: Mm. Do you know what I love about all of this, the worthiness piece, the dollar piece? When you're charging a higher figure and when you're feeling worthy, what happens is you attract those clients that you love to work with more. And what I often see, and I'd love to hear your experience in this, is that when people do put up their fees and they feel more comfortable with that dollar figure, when they're feeling more comfortable with their offer and you know they're more confident, is that they just attract these clients that they've always wanted to work with rather than having and this doesn't sound nice, but I'm sure everyone that's listening has felt this, have some sort of resentment to clients that they don't love working with.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, one of the things I teach my clients, because this is a a part of my own journey, because I didn't get it at first, I thought that it was about the price. And I, I thought that it was about the amount of money I was making per month that would make me feel the exact way you just described. What I found is it's not the price and it's not how much money I make a month. You know, I was like, oh, once I get to 30K a month, I'm going to feel confident, right? I'm going to feel so worthy. Yeah, but that didn't happen. And then I went to 50K a month. Same thing. I was like, I still feel like, you know, nervous that people are going to find out that I'm a fraud and all this other kind of yes. stuff. Yes. 100K a month, I still felt the same stuff, right? And so it was through that journey, through that experience, quite frankly, it was disheartening because I thought when I charged more, when I made more, then I would feel. No, it doesn't work that way. And the reason I want to share that with your audience is because when you get that, then you can decide to feel the way that you want to feel now, which is going to make it easier for you to charge what you want to charge and make how much money you want to make per month. And what you're saying is accurate, it's just for clients to understand what causes what right? So it's not the result of making the money. It's not the result of raising your fee that causes you to feel the way that you want to feel to attract the right clients. It's choosing to feel the way you want to feel first that allows you to feel safe raising the fee and actually receiving the fee and making the money that you want to make. And of course, attracting the clients who are a perfect fit for you.
1: Totally mic drop moment. That just that there, We could finish here, which we're not going to. And I'd be like, oh my God, that was just brilliant. Like that is done. Just go back and listen to that because that is huge. And that just that mindset shift will absolutely change your business. That is just so good. All right. We're charging high ticket. How does your marketing need to change compared to your $47 offer
0: to your high ticket offer? So for me, when it comes to marketing to a high ticket buyer, and this is my perspective, not everyone is the same. And this is what I offer to my clients. And many of them adopt the same thing. I am not one of those coaches and mentors who say you have to do it my way. I want my clients to do it their way, but I will offer them frameworks and I'll share with them my process of like how I think about things. And so when I do marketing, when I'm speaking to a high ticket buyer, I'm speaking to that person. Uh, my clients will say to me all the time like are you in my head (laughs) do you know what I mean like I am speaking directly to my person because the people that I work with want to feel seen right like they are almost allergic to allergic to all of the the marketing that they see out there right but the community the way that I communicate it speaks to their soul I like to have soul connection and so do my people like my people, one of the reasons they hire me is because they want to free themselves to be themselves. And that's the type of client that they're actually attracting. Their clients want to feel the same. And so part of that is, is being able to see, like communicate to a person who's reading your content, who's watching your video, that they are seen, that they are understood, that they are safe in your space, right? So a lot of the marketing is, is focused in that way. In other words, speaking directly to the hearts and the minds of the people that you're wanting to serve, and then also making sure that you are communicating the value. You're giving them some perspective on what's the problem, like meeting them where they are right now, and you're addressing the top of my problem, and you're giving them some perspective, some insight to help them solve that problem, and you're showing them what's possible when they do that, and you're talking about the value of working with you. A lot of times, I like to talk about the lifetime benefit, right? So it's not just the just the immediate benefit, but how does their entire life get to transform when they work with you? And that's how we how we do marketing in my world. Wow.
1: Talking about that big, like you get this immediate benefit, and then this is this, you know, bigger thing is actually all coaches have that. I guess most coaches will say, Well, I start working with someone and I say that we do this, but within a few months, they realize that it's so much more than that. But we don't often talk about that.
0: I do. <laughs> <laughs> different it's not like I want when people come to work with me I want them to because this is a commitment right I want people to recognize your life is going to look dramatically different at the end of this and you've got to be prepared for that (laughs) right like I want you coming in making a well-informed decision that we're going to do some deep work and it's going to change everything so are you ready are you willing to go all in for that
1: Mm. what I can hear with what you're talking about there is that you know, that mindset that changes all areas of your life. I often say to my clients that we don't have this bucket of business in our life that just is completely contained there. Our business is part, you know, is intertwined with our relationships, with our finances, with our health and wellness, with family, all of these pieces intertwine. And when, you know, when one of them isn't working as well as the other, it affects all of those other areas. So know that's what you're talking about here right that when we get our mindset into a different place everything changes
0: absolutely i will add one more thing too because part of the reason i market the way that i market is because i'm speaking to women and i'm specifically speaking to the type of women who are used to putting other people above them in other words making other people the priority in their life and so there's sometimes a little bit of guilt and shame around allowing themselves to really say, hey, I'm gonna do this for me. So when I talk about the the results that they can get, I like to help them see that you're doing this for you first and also see the benefit that it has to everyone else. And that like loosens some of that resistance because sometimes my clients will think, well, I don't wanna be selfish. Maybe they've been called selfish before, those kinds of things. So it's a way in which my clients can give themselves permission to make an investment in themselves, a sizable investment in themselves that is going to change their life and also recognize how it's going to positively impact the people that they care about.
1: Mm, totally. Now you've got a masterclass that talks about how to add between ten dollars and $100,000 a month to your income. Can you tell us a little bit about what's included in that and where we can go to register?
0: Yeah. So I start out with the mindset stuff. I love mindset. If you couldn't tell, (laughs) I'm so passionate about the inner game because that's what makes the outer game work. Right. So we go into mindset We talk about pricing. We talk about creating the offers. We talk a little bit about marketing and I share some case studies in there so that you understand like what it really is like for my clients when they do this work and some of the transformations that they experience. And, And there's a mix of transformation. There is the financial, right. But then there's also that personal, that you know, feeling more like themselves, feeling at home with themselves and feeling proud of allowing themselves to show up fully the way that they want to show up. Like that's the kind of stuff that lights me up. <laughs> so we talk about all of that kind of stuff in the masterclass and it's available on my website, which is powerhouseunleash.com.
1: Beautiful. And of course the link will be over in the show notes at influencebydesignpodcast.com. Desiree, we've talked about all sorts today, but what is that one thing that you want to leave our listeners with that's really going to have them leaning in to
0: high-ticket offers? Trust yourself. The desire is the first sign, and you have to trust it. So often we don't realise how much power we have. At least the clients that I work with have been so used to giving their authority away, right, and they don't give themselves permission to, to decide that they can do and have whatever they want. And so I love to remind people to trust yourself. If you have the desire, you have that desire for a reason. Is your soul inspiring you (laughs) to play the bigger game that you're meant to play? So trust it.
1: Mm, Love that so much. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your wisdom today. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you. You as well.